Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. It's Nick Bradley here, and welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. So today, we're going to talk about personal branding. And I've talked about branding in relation to kind of how you market your business and where it fits in terms of sort of direct response and some of the other different types of marketing techniques that you can introduce and use. But today I want to pivot that a bit because I'm going to talk about what I think is today probably the number one most important thing you can do to absolutely create resonance, trust, and scale no matter what stage of business you're in. So personal branding is literally the one thing that anyone can do. The the resources that are available around it for people are you know, essentially everywhere, particularly now with social media and uh, the onset of, of digital and mobile devices. You know, you can literally connect with people in so many different ways. And that in itself is a huge opportunity that needs to be understood and leveraged. But today I want to get into it because I this is the one thing when I'm mentoring people and, and talking to people about how they grow their business. This is the one thing I often introduce as almost a first priority. It is that important. And you've got to do it from the right frame of reference for it to work. So what I want to get into today is actually what it is. What is personal branding and, and what has it evolved from? Uh, I then want to sort of go a little bit deeper into why I feel it is crucial to have one, to have a personal brand, how you create yours. And if you have got one already, how you can refine it and make it more potent and more powerful. And then I want to get into a bit about how you leverage your personal brand um, to grow and scale your business, which is obviously the topic of this podcast. And um, as you know, I like to bring things into into practical steps, which are going to be helpful for you. Um, Before I do that today, though, just a quick shout out. A couple of people have got uh, in touch with me on social media and have quite eloquently pointed out that um, my intro says that there'll be some very special guests and experts to help people on their scale-up journey. And so far, after X number of episodes, it's me. So hopefully you're not getting bored of me. Hopefully the stuff is is of interest and of value to you. But just to let you know that we have got quite a, a detailed list of people who'll be joining me very, very soon. I'm trying to be very sort of considered about who I bring onto the podcast because I want to make sure it's areas which I think are going to be really important to help you with uh, your business journey and, and what you're doing um, to try and grow and scale. So uh, bear with me, but in the next few weeks, next few episodes, I'll be bringing some guests on and we'll start getting that rocking and rolling. And I think you'll find that a little bit more uh, bearable than having to put up with the uh, the ranting Australian all the time. So watch this space. So let's get into it. So what is a personal brand? So a brand, I've used different terms for this, a promise of consistency, something that you can associate with a product or service or a solution. Ultimately, what a brand is, is a way of standing out, stepping up so that the audience that you're trying to connect with 
uh, totally and utterly gets where you're coming from. And it's not just a rational thing. So a lot of people think, you know, branding, and I've, I've talked about this previously, is the color, the packaging, the logo. You know, it, it's in, in some cases, the best word of those three is the packaging because it is how, you know, your business comes across. But it's about how that packaging aligns, that whole what I call value proposition aligns with the person that you're trying to help. Okay, so I always say start with one thing, start with what is the problem that needs to be solved and why am I best placed or why is the business best placed to help solve that problem for a specific niche. If you can get those things in congruency and you're really clear on that problem and you're really clear on the niche, the brand piece of it is actually about how you communicate and put it together so that there is alignment and rapport and a connection, if you like, between why the problem and the solution come together. So if you think about that from, you know, famous brands, you've got Coca-Cola, you've got Virgin, you've got Apple, you've got all these kind of, Disney's another one that kind of jumps out when people talk about famous branding. Uh, Nike is the other. The, the thing about those is they are, they stand for something and they also stand against something. So if you take something like Virgin, if you get into all the businesses that um, Branson has created, uh, it's Pirates and Pioneers is where his mission and purpose sits. Now, whether that comes across every single time in all of his businesses, you know, it's a debate. Perhaps it does, perhaps it doesn't. But if you look at where he's had his big, biggest successes, it's where he's taken on the establishment and tried to disrupt something which, for whatever reason, hasn't been working effectively. And that's where he's kind of, you know, built his brand around. So people know what they get. And, and he himself and his personal brand, which is obviously associated and aligned with his business brand, is one of a bit of a maverick, a bit of a rebel, you know, uh, turns up wearing jeans to a board meeting. He has the long hair. He's doing different things. He's thinking differently. And that is all part of it. And that's why it's important. Uh, you think about something like Nike, you know, their, their proposition, what they stand for is winning. You know, if, if you ask what the brand essence of Nike is, it's win. And it resonates again through all their strategies, but they also have a belief that everyone is an athlete. So they they have this very clever way of connecting with victory and winning at an elite level, which is why they sponsor some of the world's best sporting people, sporting talent. But then they, they have a very good way of connecting that back to, I suppose, the common person, you know, anyone who aspires to be that, that individual. I mean, this week, um, you know, around the world, huge story. Uh, people are saying it's the greatest sporting comeback of all time. You know, my view is up there, um, but I'm talking um, about Tiger Woods. Now, a guy who I suppose personifies, you know, grit, determination, really going for it, having a huge amount of self-belief when everyone else said that he couldn't. And I was reading an article this week, a fantastic article, which said, you know, most of his endorsements, most of the people who sponsored him left, but, but Nike didn't. And there are times when they have left athletes when, you know, there's been ridicule and shame. And you could argue, if you know of Tiger Woods and what he's been through, there were elements of that which were very embarrassing for him and, you know, likely embarrassing for Nike. However, they stuck with him. And it's just fascinating now. You see these, these stories that come back and the amount of equity that's been built in Nike because of that positioning 
but the alignment to what Tiger Woods has done on a mental and emotional level, not just what his feat is at winning the Masters again. But that connection point resonates, I think, with a lot of people who, you know, are trying to sort of, you know, overcome challenges in their life and, and those sort of things make it possible. So I don't want to go into too much of that. I think, you know, people understand how brands work quite well at a business level, company level, but this is about personal branding. So the synergies between those two things are really, really clear in my mind. So a personal brand takes all of those elements and essentially has to be the best version that you want people to understand and connect with. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be a best person or a better person. It just has to be who you are. And what is that? Well, that's values. It's your beliefs. It's your standards. Uh, it's warts and all. Absolutely, is it? And, you know, it's what you stand for and what you stand against. There is nothing worse than being, as I call, gray or vanilla, being, being safe. That's not what it's about. It needs to be about you sharing what you are with the intent to add value because your message and your mission needs to be expressed and communicated back again to the people that you're trying to help. So now when I said it's who you are, it's got must honor who you are. My view of that also is it's around about 70 to 80% of that, which is your current state, you know, how you've got to where you are today. And then it's around about 20, 30% sort of self-actualized. And what I mean by that, it's where you're going. So it's what you want to become because inspiration is as, is as important as realism. And, you know, a percentage of that is also what the market wants of you. Because if you're going to help someone, you've got to be very, very clear about how that comes across. So I could sit there and say that I've got lots of really interesting things potentially about what I've done and my experiences. Um, some resonate within the niche that I operate in, which is helping people to scale up their businesses, and some don't. So I'm not going to sit there and talk about, you know, my love of basketball to death. I do talk about it now and then, but it's not it's not going to be the thing that really connects with the problem that I'm trying to solve. So it's a balance between those things. But the first and foremost, what you really must do is you've got to, it's got to be about you. But anyway, I'm going to get into the, how you create your brand in a second, but I just wanted to put a little bit of a sense into this as to, as I said beforehand, what is a personal brand? Ultimately, it's you sharing your message, solving problems, helping others, and as a result of that, and again, if you have a belief like mine, which is if you offer value without any expectation back, the sort of powerful law of reciprocation will always provide for you. Now, it sounds a bit ethereal, a bit weird, I get it. But trust me, if you put stuff out there and you honestly spend a percentage of your day helping people, not because there's anything you want back, there's no commercial reality, it's not about that, things will start coming back to you. And, you know, your own business goals and your own sort of Personal goals will certainly start to compound and elevate because of that belief. So why do I feel it's crucial to have one? You can tell I'm passionate, can't you? I'm going to sort of take a deep breath and just calm a bit. <laughs> but, you know, it is, it's a great topic and it's one I really like to, like to help people with. So the reason it's crucial is I have a view, and I think this view is, view is shared by, by other people as well, particularly if you kind of connect a lot on social media that there's lots of brands, business brands that are sort of using content marketing to try and win business. And it's so transparent that, you know, you can feel yourself getting dragged into these sales funnels. 
I had um, a post this week on LinkedIn that got a real heap of engagement, more than I expected. But I played around with the concept of how people try and connect with me on LinkedIn. So there's normally this kind of message which says, hey, I love what you're doing. We've got some connections in common. And, you know, it'd be great to have you part of my network. Now, more often than not, I say yes to those because, you know, LinkedIn is about building a good network. And I think, you know, this person's taken the time. I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to be one who's negative up front. I'm going to see what this is about. But literally, within hours, if not minutes, I get the sales pitch. Usually a really clumsy sales pitch with a, a assumptive close and, and all this other stuff. And some of them are sort of really weird ones like, hey, you know, if you could rate your life on a scale of one to 10 right now, what would it be? Or I can 10x your leads tomorrow for free and blah, blah, blah. And you kind of think, well, okay, listen, I, I get what you're trying to do, but you haven't spent any time to understand me. You've got no rapport with me. You don't even know what my needs are. You're estimating and guesstimating the whole piece. Why am I going to, you know, suddenly say yes? It's almost like the old style of cold calling where someone just kind of tries to sort of, you know, literally ram something down your throat. As I always say, people love to buy but they don't love to be sold to. And so the same thing applies whether it's digital or whether it's, you know, in, in the sort of traditional kind of call center or traditional sales approach. So where I'm going with this is if you want to step up and stand out and grow your business, you have to come to that business from a place of trust, credibility, genuine sense of wanting to add value. And the best way to do that is by people getting to know you. So you can do stuff with your business. You can still have your blog going, all that. I, I totally get the power of content marketing. But this is more than that. This is taking that to another level. It's about someone understanding what you're about. And, you know, they may like you. They may hate you. You're definitely going to get both. And you want both. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, but what you don't want is people not understanding or being uh, unclear or you coming across in an ambiguous way. If you can start to do that and it becomes a habit and you start to leverage the, the platforms and the various opportunities that are out there for you to share your message, it almost goes as far as guaranteeing you will have, again, if you stick with it, it's not a one-off, you've got to be committed to it, you will transform the trajectory of your business. You will have leads and inquiries and all sorts of people connecting with you inbound and they're absolutely going to want to talk about the thing that you want to talk about because you've already expressed that you can solve the problem and that's what you're designed and set up to do. So it's it's one of the most powerful things in the world because you're not trying to qualify in, qualify out, work out if someone's got a budget, what, whatever your business is, you're connecting on a personal level. It's what I call P2P or person to person totally demystifies the world of B2C and, and B2B because that doesn't really exist because people buy from people. People trust people. And the best way to get that message out is absolutely through personal brand. So, I mean, there's, there's another way of thinking of this. It's quite cathartic too because, you know, if you, if you move into this space with a sense that you're helping people, it's a great feeling of contribution. But the byproduct of that is it will also grow your business. Yeah, but you've got to go in there with the sense that you're doing it to add more value in the best possible way that you can. So that's why I think it's crucial to have one. How do you create it? So I said before, it needs to be a balance between who you are now, 
sort of who you want to become and to some extent what the market or what your niche wants of you. Um, once you're clear on that, you then need to package it. But the first stage of that is understanding, you know, those those concepts, those positionings. So one of the things I've done with this is the first question I ask is, is you know, again, it's quite a personal thing, but who am I? And the first part of that is, you know, what do I care about? Now, for me personally, it's, you know, freedom to live life on my own terms. It's It's helping people again without expectation. It's living life with high standards, standards that allow me to not settle for excellent or good. I want to I want to live a life that's outstanding. And that's not just from a business context. That's how I treat people. It's how I am with my family. It's making sure that when I look back as as a you know a legacy of what I've done, that I'm really proud of of the things that I've I've stepped up and done. Um I don't like working with dickheads. <laughs> You know, that sounds like an obvious one, but you know, I'm I'm very you know, I'm very clear. I like to work with people who have similar values to me. Um, I like to support the underdog. I I believe in playing all out. Um, as I've mentioned, I family first. I I, I want to help people get to where they want to be, um, and I want to you know challenge the status quo. So these are these are things that I care about, and to some extent, what I stand for and what I stand against. Then what you should do is tie that into what I call your pitch, or if you've read Think and Grow Rich, it's your chief um, aim statement. And that's really what you are, the problem you solve, who you solve it for, and why that's important. Okay, so literally answering those questions after you've correlated what you care about. And from that, you can start to think about your your vision and your mission. So my vision really is is entrepreneurship as a force for good in the world. That's what I believe in. I think that people have more opportunities to solve problems through entrepreneurship than anything else. And my my sort of vision for that really is is how how can that become more commonplace in in areas where that's not as accessible. And I suppose my mission around that is helping entrepreneurs, founders, CEOs, you know, create that. That, that difference, live an outstanding life by helping them sort of achieve their goals and, and you know, realizing their mission and making a greater contribution. So again, it's quite deep, but it's important. You've got to understand who you are before you can go and communicate that. The next part is values. So what are the things that drive you? So for me, it's about leading by example. It's about earning trust. It's about collaborating to win. It's about generating velocity. So that's about stepping up, being brave, thinking big, having a bias for action, only my results. And it's about serving with purpose. So those things, hopefully it comes across. And, and as you're listening to this, and if you listen to my previous episodes, you'll start to probably get a good sense of who I am through this. And then, then the last thing is how you package. So it's the image. This is where you can start to think about, you know, the colors of your personal brand, what they mean. Um, I, I go as far as saying, you know, when you go and do a, do a speaking gig or you present to a board, you know, what are you wearing? Are you conforming to something or is it you? You need to be authentic. It's the key piece through all of this. So you've got to go back and answer those questions. The other thing I sort of look at around this, and there's some other bits around it, is like, what's unique about you? What's unique about me? What do I stand for and against? What do people say about you? 
and you know align with that are there previous problems and pains that you've solved that connect with kind of your you know your business and what you're doing so that's where you can start to bring the personal brand back in a bit and then the other thing i sort of do is you sort of it's it's quite useful to create your brand story from all of that so it becomes a very very tight way of of just telling what you're about and one of the good ways of doing that is that is a, is a concept called then then now how action so what happened in your past how you know now where are you how have you changed that and what are you doing going forward so that becomes almost like a pitch so when you go to, you go to an event and someone says hey what do you do you don't sit there and say hey i i help people scale their businesses that's okay it's more about i believe in this this is what I do. This is why I do it. And this is the benefit. And that becomes your centerpiece of how you communicate the various parts of your brand. And then the last thing is, is what I call creating assets. So within a personal brand, how you actually get it out there and, and start to get some value from it is you've got to leverage social media. So moving into the last part I want to talk about today is, you know, you've got to Think about your core way of getting to your audience. So for me, when I'm communicating, I use LinkedIn a lot because a lot of the people who connect with me from the business context, it's a great platform for that. But I also use Facebook. I also use Instagram. I also use Twitter, but I'm not as strong on some of those other platforms. Then obviously what I'm doing on the podcast is a great vehicle for me to, you know, certainly get help and get my message out and help people. So this is something that I find, again, quite cathartic as much as, as you know, a lot of fun. But the, the key thing around it is that I'm, I'm trying to use the, the platforms and the, and the opportunities that are available to me to be able to build that profile. And by building that profile, I know that with that mindset of, of helping others, it's going to come back and help me and help my family and get, get me to where I want to be. And a lot of the focus for me these days is around my own personal growth and how I can contribute back to others. And that leads to greater fulfillment. And I found personally by getting the personal brand out there and, and putting myself out there more that that has come back hugely from a internal self-satisfaction perspective, uh, much more so actually than anything it's done with my business pursuits and interests. But both of those things have been really, really positive. So in terms of how you just to go a little bit deeper into leverage the there's a couple of things i want you to think about the first thing that is the biggest blockage is that people often don't um, feel comfortable putting themselves out there and calling it as it is you've just got to get over it there's there are going to be people out there who love you they're going to be people out there that hate you that's a great thing because you want to work with the people who love you and respect you and have an affinity with you. And you want to qualify out the people who are not going to be, you know, people you can work with very early on. The best way to do that is to put yourself out there on social media. So, you know, often, you know, if I'm doing a video on LinkedIn, I don't feel personally comfortable doing that. It's not like, you know, I was made for this stuff, but the mission that I have is greater than how I feel. So therefore I do it. And a call out, call out to my mentor, Rob Moore, on this. So Rob Moore, fantastic guy, really, really strong in terms of what he's done with his personal brand, 
helping others, written some amazing books. I'd certainly recommend um, one of his books, which is called Life Leverage. It's got a lot of parallels to what I talk about, but it's more about how you create that freedom area. But, you know, there's a bit where he said to me, he said, you know, because I had this the same fear to some extent, which is, you know, I, people are going to say things. What are they going to think? You know, am I good enough? And he was like, just get over it. And um, I think some of his other, uh, the people that he mentor, meant to have had a similar thing because um, he actually put himself in the bath and put that up on, I think, Facebook Live. And he said to me afterwards, he hated it. But the point was, you've just got to get over yourself here because I said what you stand for is more important. So so have a look at that. Have a look at um, his book. It's a great book on that. I definitely recommend the resource. And the other one I've mentioned before here, but I actually get most of my clients to read this before we get into any sort of commercial scale-up intervention. And that's Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I know a lot of people have actually gone and read that since they've heard me mention it on previous episodes and got a lot of value out of that. But that's, again, how you really step into this opportunity, which is personal branding in this day and age. And a great resource just to kind of understand how other people are really effectively you know, using their, their power to communicate to connect and do some really, really great things. So I definitely recommend that. So I think I've covered most of the main points today. So I've covered what is a personal brand and and to some extent how it's different from business brands, the main piece being trust and authenticity and and being able to connect on that sort of person-to-person level. Why it's crucial to have one. As I've said, if you have this and you focus on this, there'll be a trickle-down effect to your businesses as much as you have confidence and conviction in yourself because you feel that you're making a greater contribution. It's really, really that powerful. How you create and refine. So you've got to ask those questions. You've got to be at least 70% who you are today, 20% who you want to become, you know, that personal growth piece, and 10% what the market expects from you, particularly around the problem that you solve, the solution you can provide for that niche. And how you leverage it, you don't overthink it. You set up your pages, you're on all the social media platforms that are relevant. I recommend focusing on one or two that you really think resonate with the niche in your audience. And then you just commit to daily habits, posting daily, video writing, asking questions, setting up groups, being really clear and consistent with your message. And and you start to measure the impact on that, not just by what comes back, because you will get lots of really good feedback from people and people asking questions. But the other thing you're going to get is people liking you, people following you, people sharing, and you're going to have a greater influence, which will have multiple benefits back into what you're trying to achieve. So that's it. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. A lot of ranting today. I must be in uh, too much coffee. Must have had that, what, three cups of coffee before doing this. (laughs) My apologies. But sincerely, I hope that you've got lots out of it. And as I said, if you've got questions, if this resonates with you, If you want to go deeper into how you create, I mean, I've touched on some of those key questions today, but if you've got anything you'd like to say, listen, Nick, that was interesting. Can you share with me a little bit more deeply how you've done it yourself? Then please reach out to me. Twitter is at Nick C. Bradley. LinkedIn, look for Nick Bradley and look for Scale Up Your Business. Uh, On Facebook as well, Nick Bradley, Scale Up Your Business. Please reach out. Um, I've got lots of people coming in every week asking questions. And I, as I've consistently said, I'm more than happy to help people where I can. I get a kick out of it. And, um, and hopefully I'm adding wider value. So thank you. Thanks very much for today. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.